Welcome to the PMPA Speaking of Precision podcast, featuring your hosts, Carly Kistler-Miller and Miles Free. Hello, I'm Miles Free, and welcome to PMPA's Speaking of Precision Monday with Miles podcast. Carly Kistler-Miller has joined me today, and we're going to talk about the terms related to Made in America. Made in America. This is interesting. I always think of that as a marketing campaign to reshore business. You know, let's keep the money here. No, not at all. Made in America is not a marketing campaign. It's actually a way for the federal government to qualify their purchases. Really? How's that? There are three terms, about to be four, that describe different purchasing intentions. Buy America, Buy American, Made in USA, and Made in America. I gotta tell you, I love words, and those all sound the same to me. They do to most people, which is why it's so important to know the difference and why we're doing this podcast. Okay, I'm very curious. Let's start with the first one. Buy America. What is that? Before I answer, Carly, we need to advise our listeners to listen carefully to the words we are using. Buy America is what we will discuss first. Right. Buy America. Buy America applies only to the Federal Transit Administration and Federal Highway Administration spending and programs. Buy America includes requirements for 100% U.S. content for iron, steel, and manufactured products used in transportation projects. Of course, there are exceptions and waivers. Okay, so what's the difference between Buy America and Buy American with an N? So Buy America, as I said, was Federal Transit Administration and Federal Highway Administration. Buy American can apply to all federal government purchases and governed by each individual agency with oversight from both the OMB and GAO. Help me out, who's the OMB and GAO? OMB is the U.S. Office of Management and Budget. The GAO is the U.S. Government Accountability Office. The GAO is typically thought of as the congressional watchdog and examines how taxpayer dollars are spent. They are uh, part of the congressional branch of our government. I've been around long enough to remember the golden toilet seat, an actual $640 Pentagon procurement back in the day. Recently, we learned of a $10,000 toilet seat lid that was purchased by the Pentagon. These are the kind of cost overruns that are typically unearthed by the GAO. I can't even imagine what a $10,000 toilet seat lid can do for you. Wait till you see the purchasing specification. <laughs> the document stack is probably an inch and a half. I bet you're right. So the OMB? The OMB is the White House, that is the executive branch agency that oversees the president's vision and priorities across the executive branch. They are the one stop for meeting policy, budget, management, regulatory objectives, 
and coordination of all federal regulations. They're the office that clears legislative proposals, agency testimony, and communications with Congress. I think of them as the watchers of the watchmen, you know, the guardians of the guards, to recall a lesson from my sophomore Latin class. Okay, see, I learn something new every day. So let's see, we were talking about Buy American. So Buy American creates a price preference that favors domestic end products from American firms on U.S. federal contracts for manufactured products in which the cost of the U.S. components exceeds 50% of the cost for all components of the item and the product is manufactured in the United States. Okay, so Buy America applies only to the Federal Transit Administration and the Federal Highway Administration and a Buy American applies to the U.S. federal government contracts for manufactured goods. Is that right? Right. Then we have Made in America. Oh, okay. I'm afraid to ask. Actually, Jim Fetchko at PMPA Manufacturing Member, Ohio Screw Products, played guitar for his rock band Made in America <laughs> at one of our national tech conferences a few years ago. But that's not what we're talking about. Okay, Miles, bring it back. <laughs> it's a gift, Carly. President Biden's January 25th Made in America executive order aims to create a new category called Made in America and applies only to federal government purchases. Made in America laws means all statutes, regulations, rules, and executive orders relating to federal financial assistance awards or federal procurement, including those that refer to Buy America or Buy American that require or provide a preference for the purchase or acquisition of goods, products, or materials produced in the United States. That includes those materials, products, or goods made of iron, steel, or manufactured goods offered again here in the United States. Okay, so Made in America encompasses both the Buy America and Buy American, plus all federal financial assistance awards and procurement? Yes, including iron, steel, and manufactured goods offered in the United States. All right, then what is so made in the USA? Before we get to that, I really want to emphasize, Carly, that Made in America is only applicable to federal government acquisition. It's about government purchasing, not the broad economy. It doesn't order U.S. citizens to do anything. The government can't order us to buy anything. This is policy for government procurement. So those were directives. It applies to the directives to the government and not the people. Right. Made in USA is one that you may have seen. Made in USA is a consumer label claim, and that is governed by the Federal Trade Commission, the FTC, yet another executive branch federal government agency. Made in USA is a claim that means that the product, all or virtually all of that product has been made 
in America. So when they say made, is labor included in that? Because I'm thinking parts could be made in the USA, but then put together overseas. Yes, processing and labor and all significant parts that go into the product must be of U.S. origin. Products that contain more than a de minimis amount of foreign content, including steel or aluminum, cannot claim to be made in USA on the packaging or marketing materials. This is enforced by the FTC. De minimis? You went Latin on me again, Miles. Is that the minimal? Actually, it means trivial or too, too minor to merit consideration. Ah. Okay, so anything more than de minimis of foreign content, and they cannot use the label made in USA. That's good to know. As an aside, since we are talking about packaging, NAFTA, USMCA is the latest version, and country of origin labeling is important to understand. Oh, okay, I'm listening. NAFTA and country of origin labeling is used to determine tariff and duty rates governed by U.S. Customs, another agency. Determining the origin of goods is important in determining if a product is eligible for preferential tariff rates, including under the free trade agreement rates. But what about when a good does not come entirely from a single country? Then the internationally recognized principle, legal principle, of substantial transformation is used to determine the origin of the good. So why is all of this important? Made in America, does it go past keeping the money in our country? It does, Carly. In America, many of us have lost sight of the fact that the object of the act of manufacturing is not just generating the maximum profit, but instead it's the creation of value. Many of us have lost sight of the idea of being self-sufficient as a country in our race to the bottom to get the lowest global price. Although I think if COVID could have a positive to it, it might have brought to light the importance of self-sufficiency after our supply chain interruptions. <laughs> Boy, is that a true statement. But many have also lost a sense of economic patriotism. We ignore the production of our natural neighbors just so we can get the lowest possible price from what I affectionately call strangers overseas. The race to the bottom. Yes. As goods producers, we state that it is 100% American-made, or as we now know, made in USA, so that the buyer can be comfortable knowing that the employees who made that product were protected by American workplace safety and environmental protections. That the value they created gave meaningful work to our friends and neighbors and their kids. They can choose to support jobs of your friends and neighbors or to go for the lowest price overseas. We all have that choice. And finally, the carbon footprint of having produced local is probably less than that of goods made and shipped half a world away. We are maintaining our capability to produce and innovate as Americans on the items that we need, rather than just outsourcing them somewhere else. That makes sense. After all, if our communities aren't successful, how can we be successful as individuals? As our community succeeds, so do we. Exactly. If our friends and neighbors don't have jobs, how is our community healthy? Economic patriotism calls on us 
to decide if we really need to buy an item for the absolute lowest global price, or is there value in supporting our friends' and neighbors' economic sustainability? So I'm curious, do other countries do this kind of branding? That's very interesting. The Germans proudly use Made in Germany. You can Google it. The Brits have a program called Made in Britain, but some countries do it explicitly by government decree or government mandate. Like who? According to export.gov, and this is a quote, quote, China restricts or prohibits the importation of certain commodities related to the processing trade. The catalog of commodities which are restricted or prohibited from importing for use in the processing trade is designed to shift the direction of China's processing trade toward handling commodities with higher technological content and greater value-added potential. Sounds like China's on the same page. But okay, so there are some things, regardless of how big or diverse our country is, that we just can't get in America. Well, that's right. Some countries have natural and comparative advantages. We will never grow our own coffee or bananas here in Ohio. It's not going to happen. I'm not at all against buying foreign products. There are some products where the foreign producer does, in fact, have a comparative advantage. But I do want to be thoughtful with my spending. I am not just looking for cheap. Me neither. Okay, so let's sum this all up. Buy America is... Buy America is Federal Transit Administration and Federal Highway Administration. Which is a directive. And Buy American applies to... All federal government purchases and creates a price preference that favors domestically produced end products. Another directive to the government, and then there's Made in America. Is new and encompasses both Buy America and Buy American. And then finally, Made in USA. Is the consumer label we should be all looking for to reward creation of value, support self-sufficiency, and encourage economic patriotism and the economic success of our friends, neighbors, and communities. It is enforced by the FTC. That wraps up today's podcast on Made in America definitions. Hat tip to Omar Nashashibi at the Franklin Partnership for sharing his knowledge with us to share with you. Thank you for joining us. We've created a very nice infographic that you can pick up on our site as an additional reference. For additional information, please visit pmpa.org. Yes, and when you're on pmpa.org, when you're picking up your show notes to get that infographic, you can check out our new website with robust search features that find articles, webinars, podcasts, and other resources to help your precision machining business. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. Without your ratings or reviewings, how will we know how to continuously improve? If you don't subscribe, you could miss one. And if you aren't already taking advantage of PMPA membership, be sure to check out pmpa.org to see all we have to offer. And why is PMPA membership so important, Miles? Because Because we we are are better better together. together. Don't forget to join us next Monday on Speaking of Precision, 
Monday with Miles.